Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Teaching Console. Today, we'll be discussing how to take principles from video games and integrate them into the classroom through digital game-based learning. The first thing I want to do is start with how video games sell learning. Contrary to popular belief, video games and teaching have a lot in common. And I want to dive into how, as future teachers, we can learn from video games and plan lessons that are collaborative, engaging, and almost as fun, if not as fun, as playing video games. The inspiration for this podcast comes from American researcher James Paul Gee, who has a PhD in psycholinguistics and wrote a book called What Video Games Have to Teach Us About Learning and Literacy. In this podcast, I'm going to hit seven key principles that I believe create the foundation of a successful DGBL lesson. Starting with the most basic, but the most important, is identity. In games like Wii Sports or Stardew Valley, the character is curated specifically for the environment or vice versa, where, for instance, in Wii Sports, You can create a character with a specific height or a specific weight to potentially have a different outcome in whatever game you're playing. And I think that can correlate to the classroom by creating an identity where students can become more invested in what they're learning and also provide their own unique perspective on what they want to learn. Interaction is also a huge part of deepening that conceptual learning and in games like Minecraft you can kind of see how video games have capitalized on uh, the player interacting with their surroundings and making it a more um, enjoyable game and I think that can be used in the classroom by creating lessons that are very interactive um, with ideas and with literally tangible objects or other students and teachers. And beyond interacting, I think collaboration is even equally as important in games, for instance, like Fortnite, Call of Duty, even Dance It, where multiple people are on one server collaborating and trying to achieve a goal together and creates a sense of community. And I think in the classroom that can be used not only for students to interact with other students and collaborate or collaboration with students and teachers, but even students to collaborate with the community at large. Another really key principle in video games that makes them successful in teaching is risk-taking. Something that is often overlooked in the traditional lesson plan is risks and the potential for students to take risks and deepen their learning by taking them. I believe in, in games, for instance, like Super Mario Brothers, where you have five lives to begin with and you can rack up lives. It kind of promotes you to take risks once you've reached a certain amount of lives. And this risky behavior isn't necessarily supposed to encourage students to act in ways that are risky, but to see learning as in itself fundamentally something that incorporates risks. That way children learn how to take proper risks, learn 
what risks they need to take in order to achieve their goals and in order to deepen their learning in the classroom. Systems thinking is another great principle video games incorporate that can be incorporated into the classroom. For instance, Little Big Planet or other video games that have to do with manipulating variables in order to get different outcomes in the end. We introduced this idea of various controls that makes this type of learning more intriguing because the students will realize the interconnectedness of the lesson with the world and how there's so many systems in the world that can be manipulated to change what we know and potentially solve problems that need that system like mind that in the future will be very helpful. Another principle is rethinking goals. This could be put in lessons where you might have one specific main goal, but maybe two sub goals that you also need to accomplish and having them maybe in conflict. So the students have to learn how to maybe stop reaching for that main goal and take care of the two sub goals and in those two sub goals which of those they're going to knock out first before they can get to that big goal and keep reaching for it. In games like Pac-Man for instance you learn how to rethink goals in order to get things done and in the working world that can be really helpful, a really useful skill for students to learn. And the last principle is skills that are integrated into the lesson itself, not before. For instance, Pong. If anybody has played ping pong, they know there's no way to study prior to playing ping pong. You are learning the skills while you are playing the game, not before. And I think this makes it more exciting, more engaging, and more fun. And honestly, you could use that in the classroom the same way by instead of having the lesson being something that's read in a book beforehand, having the lesson maybe being the students creating a book, learning the skills through the lesson instead of having the skills before the lesson. And the reason to do this is because you won't always have the skills that you need in order to get a job done. Sometimes during getting the job done, you are learning the skills. So we've just discussed seven principles of DGBL, including identity, interaction, collaboration, risk-taking, systems thinking, rethinking goals, and skills that are integrated into the lesson itself. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of the Teaching Console, and I thank you for tuning in.